In three, two, one, action. Alright, what's up everybody? Welcome to another awesome episode of Fade In, the podcast where we talk about movies and filmmaking and uh, just the craft of it and how much we all care about it. So today is a little bit of a, of a closer recording, uh, I'm going to call it. Uh, it's, it's a bit of a one-on-one, a bit of an interview. So I'm Chris, as always, uh, your co-host Tess is not here today. Um, but I am joined by the incredibly talented and wonderful Vladimir. Is that how you pronounce your name in English? Yeah, Vladimir. So I don't want to really hijack the description of, of what you do. So, so why don't you tell, tell us and the people out there a little bit about uh, what you do and the stuff you've worked on. Hey, everybody. Uh, I'm Vladimir, as you said before, and came from Slovakia right now living in Canada, Vancouver. Mm-hmm. And my position is lead compositor in in the, one of the major VFX houses in the world, so a moving picture company. Almost 10 years I've been working on like major movies, including Pirates of Caribbean, Harry Potter, Lincoln, Gravity, Guardians of the Galaxy 1 and 2, Justice League. Yeah, so those are some insane blockbuster type movies. So at at this point, I'm sure a lot of our audience is going, "Yeah, this guy's legit. This guy, this guy knows what he's talking about." <laughs> I want to talk a little bit about just the cr- general creative process when you get, you know, to work on these big movies. When 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 you get a project like Guardians of the Galaxy, um, if you could just like sort of walk us through from the start to the idea through the execution and the completion as much as you can say obviously you get the task it goes to the by department every department is responsible for something else from concept artists up to compositing what i'm doing there is a 3d department match moving camera tracking department animation department modeling texturing lighting and rendering and and then final compositing which we're putting everything together on the end and then goes back to client. And that's basically the process we do. Every big blockbuster movie these days have like three to 4,000 shots with VFX, visual effects, which which is a lot of work and a couple of thousand people to to make make it, as as you can see it in theater. So um, I I, I don't know about you, but I've kind of always thought like, that VFX artists need to be a little bit of a jack of all trades in visual effects, but you're kind of mentioning that there's all these like little departments to handle different tasks like 3D, like lighting. So um, compositing is maybe one that may be a little bit harder to define. So could you talk about like what does it actually mean to do compositing work on these shots? Yeah, sure. Uh, when I was young, when I was tr- teaching when I was actually learning, not teaching, when I was learning some stuff on the bay when I was 15, I had a first Photoshop in a 3D, 3D Studio Max and, a, and I had no idea what is a compositing because I thought everything what is rendered is basically what we see. And then I realized that you have to put it together. 
in some compositing software. So the render, it's a one layer, then it's another layer maybe of smoke or fire. Then it's another layer of the plate, maybe on the green screen or maybe on some location. And there is a multiple other layers of uh, virtual uh, backgrounds, like uh, digital matte paintings, and then maybe some photos, extra photos, and maybe some other 3D elements. And you have to put it all together. Should look like it's basically from the one lens of the camera. So every element, uh, every a lens effects needs to be there as well and needs to look like it was shooting on on the on that location and looks photoreal. That's basically our our job to make it super realistic as, as much as we can, of course. It it's like mix all ingredients together to make a cake. So because someone makes flour, someone makes yeast, someone makes a lot of sugar, and then we put everything together to make it perfect and tasty. That's what I would describe you probably the best. And I, I call it personally like a f integration of the layers or like a photomontage in a motion. So imagine 50 or 150 layers all put together and in a motion to get photoreal photo look. And we care about every pixel, every edge, every little detail in the image. We zoom in and ch check everything before, after to make sure everything is perfect and good enough for clients um so i'm gonna circle back a little bit to what you said about being 15 and doing your first edits and sort of like learning and teaching and and all that um when when was the first moment that you remember when you when you realized like this may be something i want to do uh it's it's a long time ago when i was drawing and painting when i was young maybe eight ten i was drawing a lot of different cartoon characters like Ninja Turtles maybe and Spider-Man, all this stuff. And then and then when I got my first computer, I tried to paint there straight away in the simple tools. My first computer was like 80 kilobytes of RAM. So <laughs> that was very old computer in 90s. And now we have like 16 gig, 32 gigs RAM, which is standard. So it was very hard to learn the time, especially at home. We didn't have internet. We didn't have sources to learn from. So it was like basically just the friends spreading them board map and just talking about some stuff like a Photoshop and 3D, 3D Studio Max and how to model stuff, texture or render. And then later on, I got the first job as a graphic designer, which was completely 2D, just basically advertise, advertisement graphic. And then I wanted to do something more. Even before that, many years before, I always had in mind, like, I would like to make some maybe commercials one day for TV because the, the Hollywood movie special effects was so too too far. I couldn't even imagine I, I would be able to do it one day, but something like a commercial, maybe for some chocolate or some kind of cool stuff, that would be good enough. So so you you went to school in in London and before that you were even just like learning by yourself a lot. So so you go through through the school, the the program. Did you graduate from there? Yeah, that was six months intensive course full time in London. For that time that was probably one of the best schools in Europe for the visual effects. I didn't know about any other school better than that. It was six months. It was three months 3D, three months 2D, which 2D is a compositing. And and then when I graduated, 
I had to make my showreel, first showreel, and then I applied to get a job. And then I got my first job. And since then, I've been in the BFX industry, basically. The, that first job, uh, uh, if if you can talk about like that first work after school, was it close to kind of what you wanted to do? What I'm kind of trying to do is like, build these these blocks to where you are right now to see like draw the string from through through the path that you've taken you know got my first job as a graphic designer as i mentioned before and that was something good but just for that time when i was 20 19 and 20 that was great but i wanted something else then that's why i was looking for some school outside of slovakia because i couldn't find school what what i had in my head because I didn't want to spend five years in some university because I know the five years is too much. I can spend like one year in some specific school and then just use four years to get more experience. But before that, I was doing anything. I was working in a hotel, cleaning rooms next to Stonehenge in Andover, where I lived during of actually the school in London, because I was traveling every day, two hours in to London and two hours back by train. And during of that time, I was uh, reading the books about VFX. So I spend like four, four, four hours a day with traveling, then seven or eight hours in school, to writing down the notes. If I miss something, just to keep everything in my notepad and then practice. So every day up to midnight or, or longer, I, I spend basically learning, learning because I was very intensive school and in English language, which was a little bit more difficult. And so that was the six months. And then I got the first job in a VFX after the school. And that was basically what I wanted to do. Some people talk about like getting getting the break or catching a break. Um, would you say in in your career that there was one project or one work that sort of it launched you up into these these bigger blockbuster movies, or would you say it feels more like a like a bit of a steady climb, like? project that is a little bit bigger every time you complete one it was basically a step by step i think bigger and bigger it was just growing i was three times in prague and three times in london back and forth because i, di I didn't want to stay in london too long then i went back to prague just to be closer to my family and then went back to london one more time which was third time on the guardians of the galaxy in 2014 then i realized i don't want to be in london anymore after three times of be, basically be there in the VFX. I wanted to try something else. And that was the reason why I decided to try Canada. And I applied in a few studios in Vancouver. And then I got the offer after summer. But it was always step-by-step -step process. So you've really seen a lot of the world too. Uh, no, actually, I was living in like four or five countries. But when I lived there, I don't really have time to travel to other, other countries. So I basically know the country where I lived a little bit more. Mm. But I don't travel around much. So was there was there something specific that drew you um, to the to the VFX industry? Uh, I know you mentioned painting. You mentioned uh, sort of just like self-learning on the computer. What is like your favorite part about the job that you do? Uh, it's a creativity. What you see on, on like a final picture, that's what we did. It's basically, the last step, it's our step. It's a last final touch. We giving the life basically to the, the layers. We color correct them and we changing them to get the photo real look. Sometimes it's a big difference. Sometimes it's small difference. But sometimes it's a really huge difference between what was raw 
layers and what we delivered. The final touch, that's what I like. I always play with the photos, even doing with the 3D. I always try to make like a, something with the final touch. I didn't spend too much time on technical stuff. I spent more time on the look, art, art look. So the little details and, and make it nice, basically. Yeah. Those things I notice always when I watch films or just even any of my work is like those little things end up selling. Yeah, because we come sometimes with ideas for the client. Clients sometimes have rough idea, but they don't know how to make it visually. They just have like concept with few words and they want something from us. So we have to be really creative and come up with some idea what they like and we are able to do. So that's, it's a lot of challenge. VFX is really big challenge every time. There's no even one project same like the previous. It's always something new. You need to come come up with new ideas, new technologies. I mean, that's kind of incredible though, because you you don't really end up having a routine at your job because it's like it's like a new puzzle every time, right? It is pretty much new. Yeah, you just use your experience what you did before to improve the another project. Hey, this is Chris, and I'm just quickly interrupting to tell you that you are listening to Fade In, and if you like what you've been hearing so far, then don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. It helps rank us among other podcasts and helps show us that people actually listen to the show, which, you know, is nice. It warms my heart sometimes at night. Now back to the show. For the people out there who, who maybe want to do what you do about working with these with these big movies and these big projects and 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 being in your shoes what would you say are the most important steps to take to to be in a good position for the line of work that you do they have to be very responsible and they have to work hard basically every day if they can and they can't just count with thing like i know something and it's good enough it's never enough. You always have to improve yourself and have to learn new stuff. And the passion is the most important thing that the visual effects artist needs to have because without passion, it's hard. VFX is not work for eight hours a day most of the time. It's part of my hobby as well. So sometimes when I came back from, from work, I spend another time to develop something or do some research or experiment with some photos so it's a it's all these little things it's like a puzzle but the patient is i think number one yeah uh i remember uh in in the same way when i was uh 16 and just decided hey you know i'm gonna i'm I'm gonna give the after effects a good old try and see what happens little by little develop this toolbox right and it sort of all kind of starts coming together and so this may be a good segue for you to talk about the, the teaching that you do. Yeah, I was teaching already in Vancouver last year where I was teaching guys from around the world. I also set up my own school, online school for digital compositing, but it's basically the Visual Effects Academy, which is compositive name. It was the result of, of many people they were writing me like, can you make something for us back home, like from Slovakia and, and then Czech Republic, young guys? I had tons of messages. They, they wrote me 2014 to make something for them. But because there was a time when I was moving to Vancouver, I couldn't do it 
So I, I found a way how to do it from Vancouver. So I spent almost two years on making the concept and idea of the online compositing school. And it's more than 30 students what I have and I'm looking after. And some of them already have a job. I have, I think, five or maybe six students. They already have a job doing some of them. They have work on the movies, some on the commercials. One is actually my colleague uh, in Canada, but he's in Montreal office. So basically we are colleagues. We can chat internally together, which is very funny because two years ago he was just student. It's pretty cool to see the young guys making their own dreams. What what sort of drew you to, to teaching and to this online school? Uh, it was uh, it was a couple of years of in my head when I saw some students or some juniors, they came to the studio where I was working that time and, and they just didn't have enough, like the basics, like the main skills they, they need to have. They just came from some school or somewhere and they didn't know what they should know, basically. I really wanted to help people. They really want to do this type of work because I know how hard it is to find proper sources and 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 good information about compositing, especially at the beginnings. So it was... It was that was the thing when if if you can do something good then why not to to help few people and we're just trying to spread like a positivity and energy and help young guys it's not many but still if you help like fifteen people and some of them will help other people it's kind of like a spider web which is spreading around and help you know and spreading positivity yeah. For me, being somebody who's 23 years old and, and, and being one of the young guys that you help out, uh, it, it can sometimes feel like like there's this great divide. And so so the kind of work you do is, is really amazing to me because it, it, it helps bridge that gap and it helps show people, hey, you know, this is what the school tells you about. There's this there's this other the, these 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 other couple things that you you really should should pay attention to. I really appreciate that, man. Yeah, that's why I f- that's why I found the name like be positive. It's a compositive. Basically, it's a it's a name of compositing and positive. So that's why it's a compositive because we try to be positive and do a lot of cool projects and there will be more. I used every information I learned in the last fifteen years to put into over two hundred hours of videos, lessons. And it's a lot of information for three months. And it's and it's very nice to see this progress. And on that note, I think some of our closing thoughts may be like, give us a couple sentences of either motivation or like life values that you hold strong to you that you think can be useful for the people out there who are hustling. Uh, I have one thing what I try to do in all my life is it's hard to do it and it's impossible to maybe do it 100%. But I try to don't do stuff I don't like from other people if they do it to me, basically. That's very important, even at work, even in anywhere else, because you realize you can apply this to any kind of thing in, in the life, including the compositing. For example, I apply into like a script. When you do the script and you work and you spend and you don't, you just don't care about if someone else will continue on your script and it's super messy it's chaotic and you just don't like about some um, layout and tidy up the script and then someone else will get it after you and he will spend like half day to just clean it up and then can continue and just make 
someone else's life more difficult for no reason. And just be responsible. That's that's all. Be responsible and do what you like. Don't do what you don't like just because someone else told you to do it. And that's it. That's what I did. Many many people told me don't do it. You you will not be able to find a job after after school. And there was a lot of negativity. When you see the thing like it's a real thing somewhere somewhere in front of you, it's it's will happen sooner or later. There is no way you can't get it. When I headed my school in this idea in my head, no one, no one believed. And then two years later, I got a school from zero, basically from the scratch and online, which was nothing before in, in VFX. There was some tutorials, but not school, which is mentoring, basically the people online, online almost every day. If you have an idea or dream, just go for it and just do it because People around you, maybe they just didn't, they don't understand, but sooner or later you will show them this is it. It's it's hard for people sometimes to get on board because they don't see it the way you see it in your head. What you see in your head is like this clear thing, like, oh, this is going to be great. But, you know, it's sometimes hard to to get other people to see the same thing you're seeing. Yeah, especially it's a more negative things than positive. I, I, I see it around. You know, when you, when you have some idea from 20 people, maybe 15 will tell you not to do it because it's risky or it's impossible or, or whatever reason. And maybe five will support you, maybe even less. But doesn't matter. If you see it as a, as a right thing to do or if you see it as can be possible, it is possible always. Doesn't matter how it looks like. And there's a many people, they, they did it before me, right? It's like many successful people and talented for example, the guys I really like and, and read books about him, it's a Michelangelo. He was, he's like a prototype of someone who was able to do anything he wanted in his life. And that's my inspiration sometimes. Uh, alrighty, so where can people find you? Where would you like to direct them? Uh, I have multiple channels. We have as a school, we have, we have Compositive website, which is www.compositive.com. With, with Z. Then we have Twitter with the same name, Compositive. We have Instagram. We have YouTube channel. Yeah, but I'm anywhere. Just if, you, if someone will search my name, it pretty much will find sooner or later something. We had the showreel before the end of the year. Maybe you've seen, I don't know, if you've seen the showreel with it. There was a from few students work and many many people brought me after the showreel from different countries like Korea, Vietnam, Mexico. Germany, uh, England, many, many countries asking me when my school will be in English. And this is maybe the time when I'm just planning to prepare English version of Compositive, much bigger, much better. This is something which might come soon. Yeah, uh, and I'll try to find as many of the links you mentioned and we'll put them in the show description once the uh, once this airs. That's amazing. Thank you so much for, for being on the show. Really appreciate it. This no, thank you very much for the invitation. Yeah, this has been wonderful, and I can't wait for people to hear it. So this has been Faden. I'm Christian, and it's been a pleasure for me to to be your host, as always. You can find us on whatever podcasting app you use if you just search Faden. If you like these shows, then uh, please throw us a review. Tell us what you think. So thank you so much, and we will see you in another episode. 